0: Hello again, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Leadership is Listening. I'm your host, Jeremy Meeks, and I'm excited to be sharing this episode with you. I interviewed Joey Light, and he is the superintendent of Wiley ISD in Abilene, Texas. Joey's been the superintendent since 2008, and before that, he was the assistant superintendent starting in 2000. Um, I think he, before that, he was a coach and a teacher, and so he's been involved in education for a long time. And I'm excited to share this story with you. We sat down for probably an hour and visited about things that are going on in the world today. We visited about the, the presidential race um, and the confusion that a lot of people are having there. We, we visited about uh, the racial tensions that are going on in the world today and um, some of the very controversial things that have happened recently and I can tell you that Joey Light is a man who cares about people. He has a big heart and he loves kids and he loves watching those kids grow into leaders and believes wholeheartedly that they're the leaders of tomorrow and that he is making a difference in this world today and that's what great leaders do. And So I'm excited to share this with you. I'm excited to share his heart with you, his story with you, and he has some excellent tips that we can all learn uh, from him. And so without further ado, I give you Joey Light, superintendent of Wiley ISD. Let's get into the conversation now.
1: Tell me who is your favorite leader and why. I'm going to tell you, I thought about this and... I'm gonna say Winston Churchill, and it's not just because of what he did during World War II. Even though I think what he did was lead when the time was uh, the most uh, imminent uh, with imminent danger that that uh, Britain had at the time. But it's also his his uh, the history that he had. He was a long term. Uh, fighter for britain uh, in world war one and world war two and he he just uh, to me he brought his a game every day and he just was uh he persevered through some really tough times and and uh, i really appreciate what he did in that regard and he led by example as well so i i really uh, i think winston churchill would be my favorite leader
0: tell us who in your life had the most impact on you
1: well, I've had a lot of great influences, but I'm going to say my dad, uh, mainly because, uh, he was a lot the same way. He, uh, he was a carpenter and, uh, we had seven kids in the family and, uh, it wasn't always easy, but daddy was always about being there on time, being where he was supposed to be, taking care of business, uh. He was a hard, hard worker. I had a chance to work with him. Uh, I was in my teens, and he was in his 50s, and uh, that man could work circles around me, and and I just appreciated everything he did for for our family, and uh, he showed me what work ethic was all about. What three words describe great leaders and why? Well, I'm I'm gonna say relationship is number one. for me, Uh, and that's just because I believe until you uh, build a relationship, it's hard to bring somebody in any direction uh, and to have an impact on somebody. Uh, Cecil Davis used to always tell us that uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, and I really, really believe that. Uh, that so relationship would be number one. Uh, also, I believe uh, grit. Uh, some somehow uh, when we when we get knocked down, we've got to find a way to get back up. We're always going to have difficult times. Uh, so it's it's not whether or not you're going to get knocked down, but it's if you if you stand back up and, and I believe grit is uh, is the the second one and then the third would be uh, perseverance so so no matter what's happening uh, you continue uh, to fight to fight the battle
0: take us back and tell our listeners when you were first asked to lead and how you felt
1: well i guess it would have been in uh, high school i had a couple opportunities i was uh you know, picked the captain of some athletic teams and also had a chance to be uh, the president of the student council. And of course, at the time it was uh, very, uh, number one, it was flattering that, that, uh, my friends would give me that opportunity, but, uh, it, it does come with a feeling of, uh, great responsibility and that you've got, to, uh, to realize that there's a lot of Things that you've got to do uh, because of that leadership role, and and uh, so uh, I think I think leadership is a is a uh, uh, I'm I'm sorry. Well, le- I think leadership is something that uh, as we as we move. Throughout our lives, we're going to have a lot of opportunities to lead, and I think we've got to embrace those opportunities. So, and you never know when they're going to pop up. You never know; it could be sitting on a playground when you're a child, or it could be, you know, it could be a church. It could be when you're in a store. You know, one of the things one of the things I, I listen to radio, talk radio, a lot. And one of the things that impressed me recently was someone was convicted of, of uh, uh, whenever they walked into a restroom if it was a mess in that restroom, simply picking up the mess. And that's not easy in a right. public restroom. <laughs> but I think that is a, a great uh, opportunity to lead by example uh, when things are difficult. And, and so you never know where it's going to be. Tell us about a time when you failed as a leader. You know, I, I've thought about that real hard. I think the, the, the biggest... Uh, failure I, I had was a lesson in uh, getting input from others. I, we had a situation when I was a, a principal where we uh, really felt strongly that, now this is going to sound odd, but uh, moms at school during homecoming, were <laughs> they, they were a problem for the girls that didn't get them. It wasn't the ones who got them, but it was a real problem emotional day for a lot of kids and, uh, kids that we felt had a lot of times been rejected anyway. And so I, I kind of made a unilateral decision that we weren't going to wear them at school and the backlash <laughs> because of that. And I'm, I'm not saying that it wasn't, uh, necessarily the wrong decision, but it failed because I didn't, uh, get, feedback from others and i didn't try to gain support for that position and uh, have a lot of buy-in i just it was it was something i did on my own and and uh, so i learned the value of of uh, trying to gain input from others and buy-in from others
0: what is your biggest strength
1: at this time i really believe because of how i feel about relationships i do think it's uh my desire to build relationships and um to nurture a family atmosphere here at wiley and uh that's that's a big goal that i have so i i really believe that due to all the relationships i've had in the past that have influenced me in this direction i believe that uh, relationship building is a is a strength of mine what about your weakness. What's your biggest weakness? You know, we, this is always hard to admit. Uh, <laughs> there's times when I am more passionate about things, and I really, that, that kind of sounds funny, but I, I, I tend to be sometimes overly passionate about something and when I wish I would be more restrained and uh, take some time to uh, process something instead of being a, a little quick uh, with my uh, decisions and my, uh, my feelings. Uh, sometimes you show those feelings a little bit too quickly, but uh, I, would, I would say that that's uh, uh, something that I work on all the time is, is uh, watching my tongue, uh, don't say anything that uh, can be used against you and and once you say something, you can't get it back. so what's the difference between a leader and a manager? the the manager is really somebody who's given a set of circumstances and and uh, then is is asked to to keep something moving in a direction where I think a leader is someone who, uh, not only might take a direction and maintain that direction, but also when circumstances warrant, the leader will say, "Okay, it's time to change direction." It's uh, you have something come up that is unexpected. So, what do you do? You uh, you move in a in a direction that's uh, based on your your uh, your morals and your your principles and your the foundation you've got what's the most difficult part about being a leader when you have to make some decisions that make people unhappy nobody likes to make people unhappy but obviously there's times when you've got to make some decisions that uh, are going to um make some people unhappy and and you can't be afraid to make those decisions but uh, they're never pleasant Uh, and anytime you have to 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 do that or even um, you know let somebody go for whatever reason uh, that's that's a not a fun situation change is a
0: constant part of what we do it's a constant part of life so how do you lead through change
1: well is. As you know, the change is going to be something that uh, uh, comes when you sometimes don't foresee it needing to t- take place. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you the uh, we, we're recently going through some change with our our teacher appraisal system, and that of course we could see coming down the road. But a lot of uh, difficult changes are those that uh, it. Depends how you embrace those changes as to how you work through those. And so we're going to try to really look at the positive uh, side of, of the new teacher appraisal system and try to make it something that's a, that's a win-win for the uh, students and the staff both. So uh, I think you've got, when you have a change that takes place, I think you try to look at the, the positives of that change and try to embrace that.
0: What was the one thing that
1: held you back in your leadership journey? When when I started in education, uh, I was coaching. And of course, even you know, coaching in its own way has a lot of leadership uh, aspects. Even when you're a first year coach, you're leading maybe junior high kids or uh, JV kids. So you you've got a lot of uh, leadership aspects there, but because I enjoyed what I was doing, it was hard to take that next step. I I really, I didn't want to change. I didn't want to to, uh, do anything differently than I was because I loved what I was doing. And what I found was that uh, the opportunity to lead from a campus leadership position as a principal and then uh, assistant superintendent, superintendent—they all had uh, greater opportunities to lead and impact people in a positive way. So, uh, overcoming that um, desire to stay where I was at the time, my comfort zone—I didn't—I didn't want to leave that comfort zone. So, uh, I think that was uh, that was uh, difficult to overcome. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I think would be uh, as far as education in particular is that uh, we always need to keep in mind that what we're we're doing is is about kids and we need to do what's best for kids and sometimes I think it's easy to get uh, locked up in a in a concept of you know we've got to we've got to remain fiscally sound or we've got to uh, make sure uh, we've got the people in the right position, but it's always it always goes down to uh, what's best for for the students. And so um, is if we keep that focus, we, we're going to make mistakes, but if we keep that focus, at least what motivates us will be right. So we, we always need to keep them as our focus. So would you
0: say, obviously, as the superintendent of the school, your main focus is the kids you bet and so so whether
1: you're uh, whether you're, a,
0: whether you're a, a plumber whether you're a coach whether you're a, uh, you know no matter what your your job is in life whatever your main goal is or whatever your main focus should be that should you should pour all your energy into that
1: i i, I agree with that i could have said it better jeremy uh, <laughs> uh, you know they're our future, and it took me a long time to realize that I, I can remember uh, many, many situations where uh, some former students uh, have just done such great things, and it's so, so humbling to see uh, what what they have done. I've, you always have to remember that that, uh, that group of students has the potential to be uh, the leaders of tomorrow so it, it's it's important to our future what is a personal habit
0: that contributes to your success as a leader
1: i'm gonna say uh the, the daily prayer life uh, if if you don't have uh that foundation of faith and and uh, a relationship with god i think uh it makes life pretty tough. I don't, I don't understand how people uh, can do without it personally. And it, uh, if, if you don't <clears throat> have that time with the Lord, I think uh, you're set up for some, some tough times.
0: So I know you're a busy guy. You've got a lot going on. Uh, tell me about something that you're fired up about. What's, what do you want people to know about that you're passionate about
1: right now? Because of the kids, mm-hmm. we, we have uh, been excited for about a year and a half now about the possibility of uh, a uh, performing arts center oh. for our students. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, we are getting close to releasing the plans on that project, and so it won't be long till we're breaking ground. Wiley's been around since 1902, and we've never really had the opportunity to have a, a performing arts center, a auditorium of sorts to showcase kids that have talents in areas that uh, that have just been underserved for us. And so I'm excited about having a first-class facility for those kids. We've got a lot of first-class facilities, but this has not been... Uh, an area that we've been able to address, and now we're going to be able to do it. So I'm really pumped up about it. That's
0: very exciting. You
1: bet, it's great. As a as a uh, person who loves
0: the arts, and in particular loves theater, my wife's the chair of the theater department at ACU. Right, and so uh, it's always exciting to hear about a project like
1: that. Wow, you you know, it's it's just kind of crazy to think that we are. Uh, where we are today is a school district and we've never had uh, a performing arts center. So that's just going to put a cherry on top of the sundae.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Recommend one book for our listeners. One book that really got me excited was Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I really, and and the, the thing that I liked about it was that it, highlighted the amount of work that goes into somebody somebody's uh, background before they see success I, I really am a firm believer that you've got to pay your dues and it takes a lot of time I'll tell you one other quick book uh, is growth mindset by Carol Dweek that is a uh, fantastic book for educators and parents because it highlights the um, the need to build up resilience in kids through, through uh, number one, learning how, how you learn it. uh, It, 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 it also is not uh, something that happens without some failure. Uh, And you've got to be able to work through failure through difficulties. Nothing ever comes easily uh, in education. And if you're always looking to take the easy way out that, you're never really going to grow to your full potential. So uh, I think those two books have been a big impact on my life. So
0: two more questions. The first is how can people can connect with you? Uh, Do you want to share your email address or
1: are you on Twitter or Facebook? Well, I'm getting too old. I'm (laughs) not as tech savvy as I ought to be, but of course they can always contact me at my uh, email it's j-l-i-g-h-t at wileybulldogs.org simple and sweet and uh, you know we do have an open door policy here in the district so if you need to come up and visit we'll we'd love to visit with you and what's the one thing you
0: want everyone listening to remember
1: well i'd go to my my easy one. It's great to be a wily bulldog. That's my that's my standard. Uh, but I but I do want them to remember to to, uh, to work on building relationships. Um, you know, we we uh, we have a great opportunity to impact a lot of people whether little whether they're little bitty or they're very elderly, and and I think we've all got a role to play. And if you can impact. Uh, someone who is uh, at the beginning of life or someone who's near the end of life. I think that's a, a, a great blessing and I think you'll uh, benefit from that. So well,
0: Joey, you've impacted me uh, in the short time that I've known you and you impact many people around you and I hope that this story will do the same thing for others too.
1: I just I, I hope it doesn't run anybody away from uh. your podcasts. <laughs>
0: I'm not worried about that at all.
1: (laughs) Thanks for coming.
0: Thank you, Joey. What an honor it was to get to sit down with Joey and to record this interview and be able to share it with you. One of the takeaways that I had from this was how he believes prayer is so important to his leadership journey and how he doesn't rely on his, his own understanding, but instead he looks to God for guidance you know, I'm passionate about that because I believe in prayer and I'm surrounded by prayer warriors from my parents to my wife to people that have led me in business. And, you know, that's something that, that I'm just passionate about and believe that, um, it's just a great takeaway for, for us to to follow. Thank you again for joining me for Leadership is Listening. I hope that you will rate this podcast Give it a review. If you like it, uh, please share it with three friends. And please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to hear your feedback on uh, this podcast and on my website. Leadership is listening. Don't hesitate to email me at jeremymeeks at iCloud.com. And please connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.